your buddies. How's it going? Hey, everybody. We are delighted to bring you a special exclusive where we are going to be reviewing the classic film cinema, The Patriot. The American we classic. To, we have to call this series something. We need to think of a good name for this. <laughs> We're going to ruin this for you. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. A historical series, you know. Let's keep it let's keep it hysterical. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be talking about what they got right, what they got wrong, what they biffed, what we loved from Mel Gibson's classic The Patriot. What's the year on this? 2000? 2000. And yeah. and it's amazing how rah rah America it is cuz we didn't even hit 9/11 yet, y'all. <laughs> no. This is riding off the high of the 90s. Can you imagine? the box office smash this movie would have been if it came out in 2001. It is kind of incredible to think about what it represents. And also Mel Gibson's penchant for these kinds of movies with um, well, We Were Soldiers. Um, yes. And there he kind of tackles a couple different historical eras. It, let me tell you what, Tom Hanks gets a lot of credit for being like Mr. History, but Mel hit that first. He was he started that trend. Being Mel an actor turned... Double director turned Nazi. <laughs> Mel rang that bell and the bell of many a suburban housewife in the 1990s. And yeah. And then and his, the early aughts. his bells were a little off. Um, yeah. His passion led to the passion of the Christ, which led to all kinds of other problems. Um, yeah. He's had, he's had a, a weird past, but let's, let's go back to a simpler time. Circa 2000, the Patriot hits the theaters in the, it's a summer blockbuster. Of course, mm -hmm. yes. um, I believe it is only slightly bested by, I think, The Perfect Storm, which is another great mm -hmm. historical film. It's heartbreakingly sad. Um, far more accurate than The Patriot. <laughs> yeah, they're both like twin, like TNT faves. Yes, big time. <laughs> yes, always Lots on. Lots of male energy. <laughs> so much so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Patriots like shit. The reruns of Law and Order or the Patriot, that's what's on. <laughs> can we talk about how long this movie is for a second? Hold on. Yes, we can. Because I told Luke, I said, you know what? I haven't watched this movie in its totality in years. Because, yeah, I would always catch it like on AMC or whatever. And I was like, I said to my husband, I was like, listen, do you want to watch this with me? And we were going to say it was like nine o'clock at night, the like last week. And I went to put it on. I said, holy shit, this is three hours three hours long said that was an acceptable length of time for that movie specifically correct and you know in all fairness it takes you temporarily through the entire revolutionary war it starts around 1776 no it and... doesn't it's later it's like what 78 80 yeah it's 80 well that's three years but still i mean and we don't, we like, we like skip through like the last couple of years. It's like that they, I yeah, they time they, jump. They time jump. To yeah. yeah. It's like cow shed happens in South Carolina. And then it's like, oh, the war's over. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we should start with the subject, the hero of the story. Uh, well, the character of Benjamin Martin played. By absolutely. Uh, Benjamin Martin is, you know, this seemingly wonderful all around fantastic dad he's a widower his mm -hmm. wife has died we are not told why or how she or how long she has passed um but he does have a dark past something something happened 
He was part of something. Men buy him drinks and taverns. Pat him on the back. Uh, by the way i realized i can't sing the theme to the patriot without accidentally singing the theme to the godfather (laughs) 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 that makes so much sense and yeah the music is iconic the movie is beautiful what's his name does the music John Williams. Yeah. So, of course, the music's fantastic. I think it got nominated for an Oscar. Um, The music was fabulous. Yeah. And, you know, the the truth is, though, Benjamin Martin is William Wallace. It's the same character. Yes, (laughs) it is. The Patriot is Braveheart, too. It is. It is American Braveheart. It is American Braveheart. It just... Same thing, a man living his wonderful life with a, an oppressive English government breathing down his neck, but he's trying to stay out of it. All, he's got his family. That's his priority. And then those British motherfuckers come in and fuck with his family. Now he has to fuck with them. <laughs> yes. Same thing. <laughs> It's the same story, and there's a lot of those moments where he's riding on the horse, with or you know, with the American flag. There's so many Bravehearty moments oh, yeah. um, in this movie, and yeah. we should say that you know, I think what they were going for was a, the facsimile of uh, Francis Marion, who was a you know guerrilla style fighter in the Revolution from South Carolina. He had uh, a that's nickname. their historical the Swamp Fox. Swamp Fox, yes. Swamp Fox, and and he's. He's based on him and like five other guys, apparently. Mm-hmm. But he's most he most resembles yes him. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's differences like um, Francis Marion wasn't married. Yes. Um, he you know was a planter, yes, but not a family man. He was uh, a slave holder and Big time. our magical man, Mr. Benjamin Martin. He doesn't own slaves. Oh, no, 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 He hires Black people to work for him, like every good South Carolinian <laughs> in the 18th century. Tens of thousands of slaves came through South Carolina, came through Sullivan's More Island. slaves in South Carolina people. than white people. Yeah. And in this movie, they would have us believe that, well, this man, this patriot. This actually, one guy. They- Though he's in South Carolina, the cradle of slavery, he is not a slaveholder. He has free men who work for him, and he is doing the back-breaking, back-breaking labor oh, yeah. of plowing the field while the, oh, yeah. the free man is, like, escorting the ox. Like, oh, well, this is such bullshit. Yeah, but Luke, if they hadn't done that, then how would we see Mel's chest hairs glistening in the sun? <laughs> Use your brain. Christ. I mean... This movie definitely inspired, and and this is the sad part, is that for the reenactor world, this movie is like the best thing and the worst thing. Oh, it's it, and that that is actually the best way to describe the Patriot. I yeah. think it is a, I it's it's an exciting movie as an action movie. It's a great movie. It's excellent. So good. It's very entertaining. I'm not going to for a second say it's not an entertaining movie because it absolutely oh, is. It's God. mostly bad history with a little bit of good history peppered in. But um, I could totally see it inspiring people to uh, 
get into the hobby of living history the the hobby of living history sure yeah i mean you're literally watching like a battle happen and you know the guys in the costumes and the the extras a lot of them are probably reenactors anyway people get hired for these movies all the time sure Um, because they're they come kitted out they come with their costume it already fits them perfectly and they know how to use the gun they can march they can do all the stuff yeah so but but we're we're hitting the ground running here by talking about what I think most people would agree is the most ridiculous and egregious stupid thing in the movie which yes. is it it refuses to actually address slavery in South Carolina in any way whatsoever. It's so ridiculous. It's, and it's so not, stupid. And it's not for a lack of people of color in the film. There no. are a number of scenes involving people of color that are exaggerated, that are diminished. I mean, the people who are, you know, at Ben at Ben Martin's estate, they're all these like, you know, loving, you know, people who haven't suffered a day in their lives. They have beautiful teeth. Like, you know, they love the children. The children they're love the, them. They're the, yeah, they're the they're the equal of the whites, whether it be the guy delivering the mail mm-hmm. or you know whoever. Uh, and it's just it completely sidesteps the horror and the inhumanity of chattel slavery completely trying to have us live with this reality of like oh it wasn't that bad like you were saying and from the things that i've read about francis marion he was of course a slave owner um and he apparently raped a lot of his female slaves and during the war he would target and execute freed slaves who were suspected of working with the british so this is if this is the basis of Benjamin Martin, you have gone in a very different direction with this character. And listen, I get why. The goal of this movie is to tell the story that we as a country are most comfortable telling in terms sure. of the American Revolution. It's the it's about freedom for everybody. So yeah, we're going to ignore slavery because that's not what it's about right now. And we're going to make like little overtures in terms of the really racist white guy being like, "Mm, why is there a black guy here? And then by the end of the movie, he's like, I like you, black guy. (laughs) But that's Uh, as much as The racist in the militia. Plays the one racist in the militia. That character is so cringe. It's super cringe. Um, Um, But yeah, it's, it's, I actually found a a quote from Spike Lee mm -hmm. who said, you're going to love this. For three hours, the Patriot dodged around, skirted about, or completely ignored slavery, he wrote in a letter to The Hollywood Reporter. The Patriot is pure, blatant American Hollywood propaganda, a complete whitewashing of history. 